0: Okay, I just have a little gripe to talk about. So for the ladies that go to the, uh, the salon, to, or not the salon, but the nail place, nail mm-hmm. what do you call it? Nail salon. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. I'm sitting there getting my nails done, or I'm sitting in the chair for them to give me a pedicure. There's a thousand seats and chairs open I don't understand why, when the next person comes in, they decide to sit them right next to me instead of in one of the other 999 empty chairs that are available. That just behooves me. I don't get the concept. And I know I was talking to one of my girlfriends on the phone. And I actually texted to her because, you know, I, of course, obviously I don't want to be rude and let them hear me talking. But, and she says she thinks the same thing when she goes there, she doesn't understand. And maybe it's because I'm going to the, I don't, I want to be politically correct. Uh, Asian nail salons. They are the ones that do that. I don't know if it's, I, I just don't understand that. And so today I'm sitting there and I'm getting my nails done. And then there's a two empty chairs to the uh left of me. And I have my cell phone on the little table that's immediately to my left, and I'm with my one finger texting, because whatever, and I'm thinking, I see the lady coming over to bring this lady to sit there in the chair, and I think in my mind, maybe she sees I'm, you know, this is too close as I'm texting, and maybe she'll use the chair next to the empty one, you know, and she still proceeds to sit her directly by me and so I continue to finish up my text of course with my my face probably said this is ridiculous but anyway I continued on and I'm thinking I just don't understand this the concept I know I'm not the only one you guys tell me if you know the reason why they do this send me a message chickchatting at gmail.com or leave me a, a message on the anchor app thanks Hi, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Chick Chattin' with Yolanda Renee. Okay, this is the last weekend of 2019, so I thought it was a great idea for my last podcast of the year to be what's called a year of reflection, where I'll touch upon a few things that I've learned over the past year. The first thing is in reference to me being single. I spent 2019 working on myself, figuring out what it is I will and will not tolerate within a relationship, what I want and what I don't want. And um, I'm done working on myself and I discovered that I'm perfect. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But um, I realized seriously that within 2019 the guys that i've spoken to or have had any interaction with has not graduated over into a date so it's just been phone conversation and you know none of them just transitioned into a date so i have really been uh truly single the entire year which is good because again it gave me time to really do the things that I wanted to do and just focus on um me being a better person being in a better place mentally physically and all that so you know that was a good thing the next thing i want to talk about is friendships you know it just seems to me that loyalty seems to be a one-way street with me being the one-way street you know, I'm being loyal to people who are inconsistent. You know, I swear, it just, I don't know if I'm coming or going with these bitches, honestly. It just makes no sense. For example, this one girl, Uh, we've been friends since high school. And unfortunately, it just seems like we fall out about the stupidest things you know like I could not even explain to you (laughs) what's going on like it doesn't make sense but I'm gonna just talk about the most recent thing you know the the one thing it started when um probably about a year and a half ago when she found out via social media that my daughter was pregnant And she found out because we were at my daughter's baby shower and I posted it on Instagram. And so she was bent out of shape that I didn't tell her, you know, that my daughter was pregnant. But here's the thing. I reached out to her several times uh, via phone. She never returned my phone call back. You know, and some things deserve a phone conversation. Like I'm not the person to text pivotal information, like, you know, oh, my daughter's pregnant, like, that's not the thing that I do. So anyway, if she would have reached out to me, those several times that I tried to call her, then she would have known that, you know, this, my daughter was pregnant. But anyway, that passes on, we get past that. But now we're in the same dynamic where we're not, talking like if i don't reach out to her we will not speak and it's just like you know i will tell this to anyone no one is busier than i am i don't care what they say so if i have time to pick up the phone and catch up for a few minutes then so can you i have a lot going on in my life and i still make time for people that i call my friends you know and then i have another person that um a girl a girlfriend she lives a couple of um hours away from me and i have visited her probably 3 or 4 times you know i have actually gone there to help her out a few times um with stuff she was doing And she has not one time come to visit me, you know, um, not one time. And I just think, you know, that just doesn't seem right to me. You know, it's just, that's what I mean when I say the loyalty seems one-sided and it's me that's the, you know, the one that is always loyal and consistent you know, and then I have another, uh, friend that, uh, you know, we were hanging out, you know, doing everything. I was there when she, you know, uh, started dating her now husband, you know, um, and it just seems like just the weirdest thing. So she, started dating the guy. They're a great couple. You know, we would hang out together and everything. Totally cool. Then suddenly, um, she, what? Okay. Okay. So yes, I was the one actually that threw her, her bridal shower thing. So I know all of this is within the year. So everything moved pretty fast, but Um, I threw the little bridal shower. I sent out the invitations and everything. So next thing I know, she's getting married. I had no idea that she was even getting married. I mean, I literally found out at the last minute and it was supposedly a small ceremony, maybe with one person. So I was like, okay, whatever. No big deal. Then the next thing I knew, she was pregnant. Okay, she's pregnant, but I find out secondhand information that she's pregnant, you know, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I look past that. Then she had a gender reveal. I was actually uh, out of town when she had the gender reveal. So, okay, whatever. But then she had the baby shower. And then I was like, okay, now the baby shower was the last straw. I pretty much told her about herself. Like I don't know what's going on with you, but you know, this is just not right. I'm 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 just cool on the friendship because at that point it was just like I I had had enough. So at any rate, she has now had the baby and um It's, I decided, okay, you be the bigger person and, you know, congratulate her on the, you know, the birth and this and that. And so I did, and she immediately reached back to me like, oh, thank you. And, you know, we needed to get together and catch up and this and that. And I'm just like, okay, I'm so confused. Like, you know, I, I had been there with you through everything, but I was not allowed or not a lot, but you didn't invite me in to be a part of these pivotal moments of your life. Like that doesn't make sense to me. And then for you to seem excited that I'm, you know, reaching out to you about, you know, once you had your baby, it just seems weird to me. Like, you know, does any of this deserve a conversation? You know what I'm saying? Like, When this is one thing that we have got to do, one when you are wrong, put your pride aside and say, Hey, my fault, and move on with your life. Like, we have got to stop, you know, being so prideful. And then, you know, once she found out I had a new grandbaby, she actually sent me, you know, newborn pampers and t-shirts for my grandbaby. And I was so surprised and, and so thankful. And again, I'm still confused because I'm like, you know, we were such good friends. And I just think that I deserve an explanation for the behavior. You know, I'm thankful, you know, for the things that, you know, she sent to my grandbaby and but I'm just like, you know, she's glossing over everything like things are normal, but I just want I it would be nice to have an explanation of the behavior. People keep saying to me, maybe they're jealous of you in some way, shape, or form. I would really, really hate that, for that to be the reason that their behavior is the way it is. Like, I don't want anyone to be jealous of me at all. We all have the same opportunities, et cetera. And so, you know, you should not be jealous of anyone. And don't let that the, be the reason that you're acting weird towards your friends, So with all that being said, ironically enough, I ran across a blog that I did uh, about a year ago, and here's a little snippet of what it said. Here's a few things I've learned on this journey of life. No matter how good of a person you are or how good you are to people, it won't make them be good to you. People's character defines who they are. If they treat other people in a manner that's not pleasing to you, be patient. It's only a matter of time before they emulate that same treatment towards you. I've learned a woman's youth is priceless. Therefore, she shouldn't waste it on a man that adds no value to her. Be cautious of who you let into your life. It could be for the betterment or detriment of you you must protect yourself your peace and energy at all costs know your worth and demand what you deserve never settle for less and do not be apologetic for what you want no matter what or who i'm sorry no matter who does or does not like it relationships whether platonic or not should elevate not complicate It's two people working towards the same goal, to be friends, lovers, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, whatever the case, it can never be one-sided. Every battle isn't worth fighting, and everyone isn't worthy of your time, so choose wisely. The word friend is used too loosely. Everyone isn't your friend, although they pretend well, I guess when it's beneficial to them. Don't let what other people think of you dictate how you feel about you. And lastly, I've learned that people can be in a secret competition with you and still be losing. (laughs) Wow, that's funny. But everything that I said darn near, you know, a year ago is still pertinent to this day. You know, that's amazing it really is that's just very very interesting a couple other things that happened in 2019 um so for the full year of 2019 i did not wear hair weave which means you know i didn't have hair bundles (laughs) weaved into my head um i have been you know just going with my natural hair and it's doing pretty good actually um it's growing it's so healthy and i'm i'm really pleased with it i have to tell you a quick little story though my hair um was always long and thick and um during my marriage um my husband would always say to me oh you know you used to wear your hair and all these styles and you don't do you know any styles anymore you need to cut your hair you should cut your hair you look like an old lady blah 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 so um after hearing that for so long I decided okay I'll cut my hair I cut my hair and uh, I never will forget this day I was at the hairdresser I lived in Cleveland Ohio My hairdresser I'm like okay hey I want to cut my hair and she says are you sure and and everyone was in the hair salon like no don't cut it and I'm like yes just go ahead and cut it so I cut my hair and I came home and my kids was like oh my god mom you cut your hair you know it's so cute and do you know my husband said oh it doesn't look like you cut your hair, it still looks the same. And I'm standing here looking at him like, have you lost your mind? Like, how could you stand there <laughs> and say my hair looks the same when when I left my hair was, you know, uh past my shoulders. When I came back, my hair was virtually darn near like chin length you know (laughs) like how could you say my hair doesn't look like it was cut i just thought wow that was a slap in the face and it was almost like it was pointless so anyway um i you know kept cutting my hair cutting it or whatever and it just came a point where i was like okay i want to grow my hair back and I was told, Oh yeah, getting weave, you know, get some weave in, it'll grow your hair back because it's not being touched and this and that. Well, that did not really do that good for me, having weave in my hair. Um, for as long as I wore it and as much as I would get my hair done, you would have thought that, you know, my hair would have t- fully grew back you know the way it was but it didn't and you know it's a lesson learned but at any rate I um I'm very pleased with my hair now it's you know it's healthy and it is growing so hey it is what it is another thing that happened um my niece graduated from high school and now she is uh attending college in in Baltimore Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. Really proud of her. She seems to be doing very well. Um, I had a second grandbaby born, a granddaughter. Um, and what else has happened? My dog ran away. I had a a miniature schnauzer and, um, unfortunately I let the neighbor, uh, watch him and, while we were moving. And um, he ran away with and, and I, I didn't find him. So those are a few things that happened, you know, in 2019. As 2019 is winding down, we want to start setting the tone of how we want our 2020 to be. And so for me, I'm not making a new year's resolution it's more of a lifestyle change and with that and it encompasses you know good health you know me traveling more being open to allowing my mate to find me uh continually appreciating the loyal friends that i do have in my life and as for finances and increase in financial freedom. I want to be so financially free that I'm able to be a humanitarian and help others. Like that is one of my my goals is to be able to help others. Uh, and another thing that I'll be doing is creating a vision board. And with that... um. Again, it it will encompass the things that I would like to see come to fruition in the year of 2020. And you should do it as well because, you know, vision boards really do help. They, you know, it keeps you focused on what it is that you're trying to accomplish for yourself. It's something tangible that you can actually see and, you know, mark off as things start to happen for you. So that is a a pivotal thing in helping you to reach and accomplish uh, your goals. As you go into 2020, here are 12 of my favorite quotes that I live by and I'll continue to do so in 2020. Number one, instead of being on the sidelines watching it happen, be the one who is making it happen. It's never too late number two love is a risk worth taking and life is a journey live to fulfill your heart's desires number three as seasons change allow change in you change allows us to grow into the direction we're destined to be number four when you think you've taken just about all you can stand kneel number five You're never better than anyone, but you're always as good as the next. Number six, don't count time, make time count. Number seven, you are who you say you are. Always speak positively. The wrong I am will keep you from your destiny. Number eight, the world is a stage. Always be on your A game. Okay, that's one of my favorite quotes. (laughs) Number nine, don't let what people think about you define how you feel about you. It's all about self-esteem. Number 10, your actions reflect what you want for yourself and what you feel you deserve. Know your worth. Number 11, be thankful in all things. Triumphs, trials, and tribulations make you who you are. Keep pushing forward. Number 12. Let your inner beauty shine through. Remember, attitude is everything. I'll wrap this up with a food for thought. As we're approaching the new year, maybe it's time for us to reevaluate some things. Reevaluate our associates and or people we call friends. You know, reevaluate if they should be in our lives or not. It's also time for us to dust off those old ideas sitting in our minds and bring them to fruition. A goal, or, a goal or idea is only as good as its execution. If you never execute, then it's just a wish. These are just some of my food for thoughts. Stop making excuses and get it done. Remember, a great idea always started with a thought first. That's all for now, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Chick Chattin' with Yolanda Renee. Have a happy, healthy, prosperous new year. And remember, let's not make New Year's resolutions. Let's make lifestyle changes. See you next year. Bye. <laughs>